That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the pesky poll. Podcast. My name is Robert, your host. As every single week, how you guys doing today? I apologize already for this episode being out a day late. We had some trouble. I actually had to work. You know, full different thing. Trying to hold down another job while doing this and school. A little bit of a killer. I hope you guys understand. I hope you guys are having a great Thursday when you see this. Joining me today, we have a host that you have seen twice now. This is third time. Host of the Fumble Rooski podcast. I was just on their podcast. If you guys hey, like football, doing? you need to go check it out. My boy, Adam Wright. Adam, what's going on today? We're doing well. Uh, school's a drag, but you know. That's an understatement. Yeah. So much work, then the podcast and everything. So, you know, it's 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 such a, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys know I'm doing my schoolwork. I'm doing all these podcasts. I'm doing this twice a week. I go on Adam's show like you'll see on Thursday. We're releasing both these episodes hopefully at the same time if I get them processed. Um, You guys will see I'm on that show. I'm doing other guest appearances on podcasts and all that other stuff. So you guys will see this face everywhere, hopefully, sometime soon. (laughs) But with that being said, let's not wait any longer. Let's get right into the episode for the YouTube people. You get to see this beautiful face as is every week. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe. Adam. Don't want to hear it from you, all right? You're the single one here. For now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep yeah, keep talking. All right. And if you can see in the back, there is uh, Adam's roommate, Justin, who's just, you know, popping his head in every once in a while. He's just enjoying the show. Yeah. We have we have live studio audience. But yeah, he gets to watch it live. Mm-hmm. YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe. Hit those notifications you get to see every time I go live twice a week. Spotify and iTunes, gang, I never forget about you guys. Same thing. Make sure you hit that follow button. We've been blowing up on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play. My numbers in January were more than my numbers in December, November, October, and September combined. And we're only 10 days into February, and I've almost surpassed my January numbers. So I can't thank you. My Spotify and iTunes gang, enough. Adam's dying over there. It's nothing new. You got anything to say to the people before we get started? Follow the Fumble Ruski podcast. Mm-hmm. And we got a little bit of football stuff to talk about at the end of the episode. You saw our DMs for the week, and you even answered to it. But let's get right into it first. A new rule came out that a video room is able to be accessed mid-game again. There's one guy that that really, really hit hard with this year, and that was J.D. Martinez. J.D. had an atrocious year for J.D. standards, especially comparing him to 2018 J.D. J.D. Martinez had a terrible season. Adam, how do you think, with him having the video room again, do you think he's going to really like get right back to it the way he was before? Well, do you think that was actually the reason why he didn't play well? 
I think it had to do, I would say it was about 40%. You think it was 40%. So you really think it was a factor as to why he had a down year? I think it was insanely a factor. You know, did you, I never asked this, did you ever play baseball growing up? I did, yes. I played from sixth grade up until, all the way up until my senior year in high school. So I played quite a bit of ball. Nice, nice. So you know that, and when you hit, you need to have your certain, what do you call it? Not preparation, but you need to have the same the same routine every time you hit, right? Or else you feel something's going to be off, right? What's JD's, um, it's, he goes down, he doesn't have to play in the field. He goes down to the video room, checks out what he liked, what he didn't like from the pitcher, what went wrong, and he's able to rebound from that first next at bat. You know, with taking that vital part of his routine out, it really screwed him. You know, he had 213 numbers. He hit for 213. He even had a stolen base, damn. Uh, How many homers did he have? He had seven homers, 27 RBIs, uh, 291 on-base percentage. Even Andrew Benatendi had a larger on-base percentage than that. You know, it, it killed him. All right. I mean, I'm sure it could have been a factor, but do you really think that it was an actual like, like a driving force for a reason why he went from around th- batting around 300 into uh, batting in the low 200s? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge drop off, and I feel like if you make it to the pros, you can do it without being able to watch video halfway through the game. But I'm, I just think you realize you realize how much of a competitive advantage that gives him, right? Yeah, it sure does. It just feels like JD's a great hitter, and he should be able to to play well without that. So I I wonder if it could be a, a com- combination of a bunch of things. You know, it's been he was playing during the pandemic where there was it was basically literally like the covid year so many things changed i wonder if it was a combination of a bunch of things and maybe i mean maybe we can't we can't rule this out because he's getting up there in age maybe he's just starting to fall off a, a little bit and maybe it's just a combination yeah, of so many different things mm-hmm. 33 yeah yeah but you know but, some like, players don't you know yeah do you remember when he was his one year in arizona his one year in Arizona. Um, yeah. In 2017, before he came to Boston. I did not remember that at all. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. He hit four home runs that one game. Oh, damn. I cannot see him in a Diamondbacks uniform for the life of me. I can see him in a Diamondbacks uniform more than I can see him in an Astros uniform, to be honest. Oh, that was young, J.D., though. I mean, he and left- also, even, uh, even on Detroit, I just can't see it. I can only see uh, Arizona, to be honest. I see him in Detroit with um, – who else was in Detroit with him? Was it Price that was in Detroit with him? I believe so. – yeah, Price had yeah. one year where he was in Detroit, one, two years. He will, It wasn't very long. Yeah. Most of his years uh, – most of Price's years were in uh, Tampa and Boston. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give you some of his projected <coughs> stats for next year. And just tell me over or under, okay? Sure. Uh, let's go with hits, 143. Over. 
you think he's going to hit more than 143 hits in 160? Let's say he Wait, plays from, from which? I'm sorry, from which year? From uh, for next year? For next year? From okay. This um, is for next year. Do you think he has? Let's let's assume that he he sits some games. He doesn't play a full 162. Let's say he plays 150. Do you think he hits more than 143 hits? I think it's possible. Um, if you were betting, man, are you taking the over or the under? I'll take the over. You're taking the over? I feel like I'm taking the slight over. I would say probably 150 hits in 150 games. Yeah, I think that's manageable. Mm -hmm. you know? um, 30 doubles. I'd go over, slightly over. Slightly over. I'm going to say the same thing. Usually with JD, he ain't hitting for contact. He hitting, he hitting that ball at the monster every time. Yeah, and that monster is a, has been a tool for him for most of his time while he's been here. We've so watched. I, think, I feel like monster. that's never going to. Oh yeah, that one game <laughs> we went to, he was this close to hitting a home run. I still can't walk believe off. that. Walk off homer. And then the I think it was Chavis got thrown out at home to end the game, and it was. That was silent. That it, was just, it was so a silly. weird feel in, during that game. It just feel, felt like the Red Sox were not going to win that game. And strangely enough, in the bottom of the ninth, they almost did. Yeah. It was really – it was just a crazy, weird game. Yep. I'm glad I got the score, to – The score was – yeah, you're welcome, by the way. Yeah. You're, lucky, you're lucky your boy scored two seats on top of the monster. And I my still little sister can't believe couldn't. you got those. I got them hella cheap, too. Those were only 80 bucks a pop. Yeah, that's crazy for – I went the next day, too, in the uh, in the center field stand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me against the Yanks. Yeah, I think they won that game, too. Mm. It was it was awesome. We got to go with uh, – I, I went with two Yankee fans, and yep. they were they were chirping at all the fans throughout the game. It was Brian and this other kid, James. Brian, yep. you know him. You know he's going to be chirping half the game. And he was also – he was also bleep-faced. Um, yep, of course he was. We so, will yeah. not mention Brian's age, but blacked out. Well, we won't mention his age. Uh, he he has, We are not held legally responsible. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, his his age is anonymous. Yes, so we'll keep it at that. Yeah. Um, but with with the uh, Twins game, you remember who hit the? You remember who got the only score of the game? For the Red Sox, Mookie Bats hit the pesky pole. Beautiful, yeah. the beautiful hit. That looks so, like a foul ball at first. Then next thing you know, he's rounding the bases like, oh, home run. Yep. Now that was oh, – that game was amazing. And then remember we met that really hot girl on the train back. That was awesome. Did we? I forgot yeah. You don't remember that? On the train back, we were sitting with three other people. It was this really hot girl and then this elderly couple next to us. Or I remember sitting, seeing a six, but I don't remember a really hot girl. <laughs> yeah, she was like Greek or something like that. You don't remember that? She had some sort of Greek last name. You were sitting to my left. She was sitting to my right. And I'm like. And I don't remember. How you, you doing? So that's why you were talking. Okay. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta remember these things. All right. Um, last, last one I want to get the over-under on for you is homers. 29. To hit more than 29. That's a tough one. Mm, I'm going to go. Slightly under. On You're going to go under. You think yeah. his regression's that much? I think he's going. <clears throat> see, I think he's still going to have a down year by his standards. 
I think he'll probably he's not going to have the year he had this past year, uh, the COVID year. Yeah. But I don't think he I don't think he'll return back to what he was uh, pre-COVID in 2019, 2018 when he had a great year as well. Oh, he's never going to. I don't back think to 2018. he's 2018. That's impossible. See, if he was still was in his prime, good. he could. I think he could. 2018 was, was still... just that good. That was like Manny Ramirez esque kind of year. That was a gr- him and Mookie Betts had. They were just that dynamic duo. They were consistently hitting home runs. Mookie won MVP that year. Uh, JD came in fourth. JD, came, yeah, JD was a candidate as well. And every everybody was having a career year that year. That will yeah. always that year, along with 2013 for for me, will always have a special place in my heart. Hundred uh, percent. Um. I'm going to say the slightly over, though, on the number for home runs. I'm going to say slightly over. I'm saying 33. 33? 33 homers for him. So I think think it's reasonable. I think he could hit 33 home runs when he has their projected (laughs) 500 at-bats. I think he could get 33. Um, One more more important one that I forgot about, batting average. Over or under on a 278? Under. You're saying under. I gotta go agree. Two, low two seventies, upper two sixties. I think. I, I'm That's right. I'm right hits. there with you. I'm right there with you. I was gonna say like a two seventy two. Yeah, around there. I think like low upper two sixties. Yep. Around. Okay. There. While while I'm on the subject of over unders, I want to do Andrew Benatendi real quick. Oh All my right. god. Have to do it. Have to do it. All right. Uh. Over under on hits is 76. I'm going over. You're going to say the over? I'll, I want to say that's generously low. I'm going to go, I'm going to say he hits like 85. I'm going way over that. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. But the question is, is he playing every game? How many games is he actually playing? Is he even going to play 100 games? How much does Kyle trust him? I have How no idea, but I trust him a little more than you do. You, that, that's an un, that's an understatement. Oh, a lot more. I, oh and I th- I also find it interesting how you think the COVID year affected affected JD Martinez so much that you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I when it comes I, to Ben Intendi, no, you don't think he no, he had the COVID year. At no, all. the video room affected JD that much. The video, see. That's all right, another that's not, thing. That's, that's not the COVID year. All right, Andrew Benintendi like died and had a fake an injury to get out of it. He didn't die. He's alive. He died baseball wise. Right, baseball home runs. Wise. Home runs eight. Come on, it, he eight has home. to have another bad year for you to be able to say he sucks. But I think for most of his career up until this one season, he's he's been a solid player for the most part. He's not the number seven pick like he was supposed to be. He's not yeah. that guy, that star player, but mm-hmm. he's he's still for most of his career been a pretty solid player. I think this get this past season gives him a bad rep. Yeah, um, eight home runs. I'm gonna go over. You're gonna go over. Slightly over ten. I'm I'm saying it. I can't I can't say the over another. I'm gonna say it's somewhere in between like six and ten. Six and ten. So you yeah. you think it's just gonna be in I that think, range? Can I think it's I think I'll call that just right. I think ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, stolen base is seven. Do you think he gets more than seven this year? Yes. You're gonna say over. He's fast enough. 
I'll give him. I'll say he'll get it like twelve or thirteen. He has the speed. Even if he even if he can't hit, I think it's a given that he's just that fast. He when he gets on base, he can steal. Mm-hmm. All right, big one. Batting average two sixty three. I'm going extremely lower. Batting average two sixteen. Yep. And uh, you're extremely two, low. Two sixty three. Two sixty three. Yes. I think it's right there. I I don't think he hits above two forty. I think he can get there. I don't know how we talk about Andrew Benintendi literally every possible <laughs> every because possible episode. You hate him. You bully him every episode. Yes. I'm just I'm just trying to come to his defense. Okay, let's 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 move on. Let's let's stop hating on Ben Tendi. Okay. All right. So, at the trade deadline last year, we got Nick Pavetta, right? Traded away Workman and Hembry. Hembry ended up doing great on the Phillies. Workman sucked. We ended up getting Pavetta and Seabold, right? With Nick Pavetta, there was one team at the deadline that was aggressively going after him, and that was the Rays. And you know how well the Rays like their underrated talent. You know, young guys who haven't really gotten a shot yet. Then again, they lost high in bloom, so they kind of don't have that quite as much anymore. And you can clearly see that high in bloom is trying to get, do that to the Red Sox. And yeah, but you see, I hate you see it. what the race you see what the race did without Heim. Well, yeah, that's one year removed though. They still have a lot of the, his work. They have a lot of his 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 guys yeah. on that team. Yeah, but you don't think at least the people I don't know who stepped. Into I think they position, are, but. I still think they can really have an eye for that because small market team, they need to. That's the only way you're going to survive. They have to. So does Oakland, but they, mm-hmm. they've been so up and down. I still can't believe there's a movie for Billy Bean and not Theo Epstein or Heim Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were – apparently there was just a huge race to see who could offer more to the um, to the Phillies for Pavetta. For August, the Red Sox won it. Um, the thing is, they are comparing him to another great pitcher. They're saying he could be like another great pitcher in um, the next couple of years, and that's Tyler Glass now. Hmm. They think that um, they think that Pavetta could be the next Tyler Glass now, and honestly, he's already twenty-seven. I don't know if I see him progressing to Glasnow status. You know. I don't know. Tampa Bay kind of has an eye for underrated talent, especially when it comes to pitching. They always put out a good pitching staff yes. somehow out of just out of nowhere. They just like rabbit out of a hat. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. I, I wish the Red Sox had that kind of eye for talent. They only have it for hitters. And if they could just have to an degree, just half of what uh, Tampa has, then they could have won a few more championships by now. Oh, 100%. You know, it says something when uh, your best pitcher in the past how long, 13 years, that you've developed is Clay Buckles? Um, I thought it was Brian Johnson, but... No, it's Clay Buckles. Clay, Clay Buckles Buc- is way better than Brian Clay Johnson. Clay Buckles had one good year. At least Brian Johnson's been consistent. No, look up his stats. He's had he's been very up and down, extremely inconsistent. Believe me, he pitches he pisses me off as as much as anybody. But, but you're telling still. you're telling me you wouldn't want would you want Brian Johnson on the 2020 team instead of him getting released? Would I want Brian Johnson on the 2020 team? I yes. would rather he was take on Buckles. the team. 
I think I'd rather take the gamble that Buckholz can be a number one guy because every once in a while he does. Uh, it's weird with Buckholz. He's either a number one guy, your your unquestioned ace, or he's a number five and he's borderline like not even going to be in your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. It's weird with him, yes. and I hate it. I'm glad that guy's gone. I know that I know that contradicts my argument, but I think I'd rather take him than uh, Brian Johnson because I feel like you know what you're going to get from him. With mm-hmm. Buckles, you could you could actually get a star pitcher for like half a year. Yep. So um, we just got some breaking news that I need to talk about before we go any further. Uh, the Red Sox are in agreement with Japanese relief pitcher Hirokazu Sawamura. Two-year deal worth $2.4 million. You know who what they're comparing? What, what's the comparison? Koji. I mean, if they get that, then look for a 2013 season. I hope. No, they don't have they don't have the power yet. Well, we didn't think the 2013 team had the power. We thought they were gonna, it was going to be 2012 Part 2. And they wound up with this dream season. Like, good Lord, do I wish I could be in 2013 again. Without without a few bad things happening. But you, you get what I you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, let me look up his stats while I'm here. Uh, apparently he can hit 99 with his fastball. And he has a um, insane splitter. How old is he? 32. Almost 32. 33. So he might have a few more years. I wonder how he's going to play once that fastball starts to dip in velocity. Mm-hmm. I mean, for twenty for 2020, we're looking at a um, 305 ERA. Uh, no game started. He he's He's not a closer. He's not a starter. He's just a middle relief guy, basically. He'll pitch about um, an inning, a game. He's a middle relief guy? <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like the role that Matt Barnes should be playing, like a seventh, eighth inning guy. That's setup, man. That's what it's looking like. Uh, it looks like he uh, has a good strikeout ratio, but a terrible walk ratio from last year. That's a, that's what we're looking yeah. at. He he walks a lot of guys, but he strikes out a lot. A whip of one three five from last year, which is good. It's not great. So Average. just from what you're telling me, it sounds like he's one of those guys that just hucks it out of his out of his rear end and just hopes that he, he hits the strike zone. It seems like, like kind a, of guy a guy who, who just can't throw strikes. Kind of reminds me of almost uh, – Koji. Now, yeah, Koji, <laughs> except his fastball is like 20 miles an hour faster. Koji was lucky. If he popped some steroids in, he was hitting 84. That's about where Koji was. Basically. His fastball, I remember, by the end of his career was like 79 miles an hour, and he was still getting guys out. I still have no idea how he did that. Just a good location, but now we got a guy who doesn't seem like he can hit his spots that well. Which, I mean, if you think about it, that's just an overseas Ryan Brazier with a splitter. Yeah. Yikes. I don't like that. Mm. I, I just I just put out a post on Ryan Brazier today asking people, like, what's his role on this team? Like, with all that... <laughs> Things we got from him. Uh, let me look at what the people have said about Brazier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone said he should be our closer. 
I'm not joking. It says, and I quote, he should be our closer. He has a point to an extent. No. On the team that we have? No. Who do you think should be our closer? Do you no. really think Brandon Workman could be a better closer than this guy who if could they were bring to sign more Brandon to the Workman, table. yes, but we got kind of got this guy named Adam Ottavino. I still I need to see it from Adam Ottavino that he can actually put together a good season. Mm -hmm. And then um, this other guy named a bloop and a blast, one of used to write for me and still will occasionally. He said, if I have to guess, probably middle innings guy, not expected to pitch multiple innings per outing, but can be counted on when needed. And I kind of see that. If you need somebody to come in the sixth and get somebody out, that's the perfect spot for him. Right, he's not going to be someone you want in the later innings. He just can't handle the pressure. Sure, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how we got to Brazier from where I was going, but let's get back into our regularly scheduled news. Yeah, this guy's just another guy, so it doesn't look like a Jacob Ruzzi's coming. It seems like we were at our max for Major League guys at this point, which sucks, but we we can we can work with what we got. Yeah, maybe. If we're, if we're lucky. They'll be better than they were last year, but I don't know. It's I'm so upset about the Red Sox nowadays. It's just a full-out full out rebuild. and Sometimes you need that. You can't just I want go. them to be good again. Yeah. I, gonna, want, I think we're going to be – we're going to have a championship in 2023 or 2024. We need to make the Red Sox great again. No. You just got me demonetized. Thank you. You just you just got an extra like five dislikes on this episode. Thank you. For that. Well, we're talking about the Red Sox, not politics. <laughs> yeah. So um, here's what we've found. All right. Um, the start of spring training dates have been announced. And for our Red Sox, stop touching your mic. Stop it. Get some help. Okay. All right. Our Red Sox are starting off. Um, on Thursday, February 18th, pitchers are showing up, and February 22nd is when I think everyone else is showing up. Yep, pitchers and catchers are on the 18th, everyone else on the 22nd. And their opening day is scheduled for April 1st, right? So it's like business as usual. Just, it almost feels like it is. It's, business it's just usual. returning just, to normal again. This yeah, is probably the best news I've, re I've received in a while. In a while. Yeah. yeah. We're not um, – uh, what was I going to say? We're not going back. We're not going to have as many fans, obviously, but we're still going to have some fans at most games. We're going we're, to a game. We're we have to. Like that's not a. Actually, while we're while we're here, just let me let me just look online real quick and see what see what we're looking at as we're talking. But yeah, I can't I can't wait. I cannot wait for something to um for us to go to a game again. I mean, tickets are probably going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, but we'll bite the bullet for now. Oh. What are we no, looking we at? We can't do that day. Can't do Damn it. All the days that are... That one's expensive. We can go to some games. Which games? Uh, why, do, why do all the weekday games have to be in the afternoon? Um, Just pick a weekend day and we'll take the train over. Yeah, but the tickets are going to be so much more expensive on 
uh, weekends and weekdays. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Monday, April 12th. No, that's at Target Field. God dang it. I want, I want games at Fenway Park. Let's just fly out. Just go to – just fly out. Just go to uh, Target yeah, Field. We'll, we'll fly yeah, over to Minnesota. That's a great idea, yeah. Oh, it's an awesome idea. I love it. Why are, like, all their games at 1.05 p.m.? If what? Every Red Sox game is at 1.05 p.m. At home. Literally every Red Sox game. That's nuts. So we have to just bite the bullet and go to a more expensive weekend game. We can do that, though. That's not. It's only a little bit more expensive. Weekend games are more fun. You can go, like, during the afternoon, take a stop at the Cask and Flagon. Have you ever been there? No. Cask? Ah, oh, you gotta go there. That's like an iconic place to go we to. We can go. We can go um, Sunday, the fourth, one oh five p.m. against the, um, against the O's. Against the Orioles. I'm kind of down for that. I'm not gonna lie. I'll do it. The only team in the a- in the AL East that we're better than. So we I'll might actually it. watch a win. Maybe we could. I'll take it. If we lose, I wouldn't be surprised either. Because rebuilding times. Times are tough. I mean, we ain't going to get insanely great seats, but there are these seats that are kind of... If you look at the first baseline, and here's home plate, here's the first baseline, if you can see that, like come down and keep going past the grandstands. Like, that's a good seat for only 68 bucks each. Yeah, that's not bad. And plus, there's not going to be as many fans, so we're going to have better... Views. I can actually get um, I can actually get veterans discount with um, for uh, my dad. He just says like yeah, like uh, just pay me back and then we could um, we can get a discount for the tickets. So we we could actually get them even cheaper than that. That's sick. Like we used to be able to get our tickets for like nineteen bucks. Damn. It was awesome. All right, all right. The fans don't want to hear us ramble about us going to a game. All right, we'll we'll get that when that happens. All right. We but should we're... live stream when we when we go to a game. We will. That's illegal. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. So um, we had some major news come out this week on the eighth. Uh, turns out the MLB will change the way their baseballs are made after record home run rates. All right. So. This this is their way of saying, without saying it, that they've been juicing the baseballs to get better performance from the batters. That's a good point. They could have actually been doing that just to get the um, the offensive numbers up. So maybe they yeah. were doing something like that. I mean, the um, the MLB is a private organization, so they can do whatever whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Because let me let me say this: 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 for how long we had it, those were five out of the six highest home run rates in baseball history. The only other one was in 2000, and that was, you know, steroid time. Steroid time. Mark Mark McGuire versus Sammy Sosa. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So considering that, we've been really testing on um, steroids. So it's not the steroids. It's not because pitchers have gotten worse. Pitchers have are obviously better. It's because they've been juicing the baseball. So now they basically come out and said, yeah, we're not juicing the baseballs anymore. So pitchers actually have 
their fair advantage. You know, um, and let me look if I can find something. David Price put out a post on this. So David Price said, um, did I see MLB is slightly deadening the baseball? I thought MLB said it hadn't been juiced. LOL, pitchers knew all along. Baseball's had a different feel and a different sound. Happy to see they're attempting to get back to regular baseball. Mike Trout responded with like five crying while laughing emojis. And David Price just said, LOL, I think you'll still be all right. <laughs> you know, the only thing that's not surprising about that is David Price complaining about something. Mm, I thought that would have been um, Joe Kelly. Yeah, but Joe, Joe Kelly always but... finds something to complain about. You you've never heard David Price talk that, haven't you? Good <laughs> lord, that David guy. Price, yeah, David that's Eckersley. not the way it goes. Thanks. You're just acting like you're the bigger than the game of baseball. Oh. Yeah, uh, a river. Oh. Was wasn't it him against um against Eck, against Eckersley, like 2019? Yeah, he said, "Get the bleep out of here!" And yep. they uh, and he had the whole team, uh, he had the whole team clap. While he kind of just bullied Dennis Eckersley, yeah, that's a good way to get to turn all of the fans against you to get uh, to try and call out David. De- uh, sorry, David Dennis Eckersley like that. <laughs> you you know how much the how much the fan base loves Eck. Mm-hmm. But here's here's my question for you: Are you do you think the game of baseball is going to go down in value after we're not going to have obviously as many home runs? I mean, I think we need to find – I don't think it's a matter of, like, the way the game has been played. Even in the past 20 years, I would say it's more so the length. I think the game has been, has gotten so slow. The average um, time um, has not changed. Now, I, I know a lot of uh, traditional baseball fans are against the pitch clock. But honestly, me personally, I think – if you add like say a 15 20 minute 20 minute 20 second pitch clock i think mm-hmm. it'll number one it'll it'll uh it'll get the uh it'll make the games go faster and number two it will um it works we see it in uh the minor leagues and the, the yep. game moves minor you leagues know? are and the I guinea think, pigs oh, i think the league. faster the faster pace we can get this game to go, um, the more fans will come back. Because I think it, the we have a very interesting game, a very fun game to watch. You and I, as baseball fans, can agree. We have a very fun game. We love watching baseball. Um, we There's a reason why you and I played back in back in high school. Yeah, um, and I still so want to play in we want, And we want, this, we want this game to to rejuvenate in popularity, mm-hmm. okay? This, is, this game is too beautiful to die out the way boxing did you know like this isn't golf this is baseball this is fun we we love seeing all these walk-off plays we love seeing doubles off the walls diving catches stolen bases even bunts are fun sometimes yes (laughs) they're cool they're cool they're part of like they're the small things in the game running things out we don't see anybody enjoying that appreciating that anymore chicks dig the long ball now rightfully so but you know what we need all of this, hey, and I think hey, this com- it all comes down to pace of play. I I can I can agree there, and I'm gonna say this: if people were just watching for the home runs, then they're not real fans of baseball. There's so much more to the game, especially from a coaching perspective, than just hitting a long ball. 
All right, that's that's a very Yankee style of play, and we hate Yankee style of play. All right, Yankees, yeah. Yankee style of play is we hit the long ball or we hit nothing. You know, the let me say this: the defense might get you paid, but the long ball gets you laid. All right, it's about that's about all there is to it. Why not have a little both? Exactly. You know, you get rid of the juice baseballs. Home runs are still going to be a thing. All right, it's not like we're just taking home runs away from the sport in general. Home runs are still going to be a thing. They're just going to be less. Teams are going to have to more focus on their defense, their pitching, their stealing, their base running aggressiveness, their everything. Everything else is going to have to go up instead of just being, okay, how am I going to hit a home run this time? You yeah. Know? It'll Players come down actually, to more the fun, the actual fundamentals of the game rather than just having, just bringing in these bozos like Joey yeah. Gallo or John Carlos Stan who just hit it, just slam the ball a hundred, like four hundred fifty feet, and then, and then wind up batting like a buck fifty. I yeah. hate players like that. I don't mm-hmm. hate the players. I hate when they do that. Yeah, you hate you but, hate their play style. Yeah, I hate yeah. their play style. It's just annoying, and like they strike yeah. out literally ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and that's good for fans like you and me who love the like intricacies of the game. You know, we love the little things about the game because we're that much diehard fans. You're giving those diehard fans something to root for again while still saying to those new fans that just really like the long ball and the big exciting plays, we still have that for you. We just need to cut it down a little less to make sure the game is fair for our pitchers. You know, pitchers' numbers have been just up this year. And it's been bad for them because, obviously, pitchers are trying to do better, but when you give them a disadvantage, they're going to do worse. Yeah. That's simple. But... With this, um, with the 162 game season officially coming out, the MLB now put in some more protocols and stuff. Some stuff is back from next season, and some stuff is um, gone. For example, seven inning double headers are still a thing. I don't right? like that. I'm indifferent on it. I think I think if you're a MLB team, you should ha- be competent enough and have the roster enough to go two nines in a row, as long as that's, like, a twice-a-month thing. Maximum. I don't... I don't like it. I still would rather go with the full nine-inning doubleheaders. Call me just a baseball player who just loves baseball and uh, or a, an old... one of the older fans, but I... Traditional I'm still fan, fixed like on, yeah, 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 traditional fan. But... I still, I just, that's kind of just the way it is. Just baseball, it happens every day, and it's a full nine-inning game, and we can just wake up every morning and watch watch the game. And when a game gets rained out, we can actually get a full nine-inning game like we were supposed to on that on that day, you know? The mm-hmm. thing I love most about baseball, and like any sport really, is they're always, it's just... Sports are always there for you, you yes. know, and when they, they never let you down, whenever they rain out or it gets canceled for a game, they make it up to you. Yeah. You get and your, you get your ticket price back and you get to go on a different day. They'll always be there for you. Can you say that about your girlfriend or your wife? Hell no. You can't. <laughs> we just made this personal for, for about half our audience. All right. You don't understand what you just did. <laughs> I'm sorry, viewers. I didn't mean to hit this far home, this close to home, but you know, uh, it's kind of true. To offend everyone, okay. But this this makes people want to watch baseball. 
This makes people want to watch sports. It's a distraction. It's yep. something that you can always, after a, after a tough day, you can just kick back and watch it. Yes. You know, it's it's like, an everyday thing. You get to see your team play six times a week. Exactly. You, you, know? can't, you, you can't really say that about any other sport. They, yeah, basketball. Baseball and, or basketball and uh, hockey, they play every other day. Yes, about, you get to them maybe yes. four times a week if you're lucky. Football, you see once a week. I mean, it's the, it's the same concept, you know, like they're, they're always, you know, the Patriots are going to be playing every Sunday, you yeah. know, the Celtics are going to be playing every other day, you know, the um, hockey, they're going to be there every, um, every other day. Okay. Yeah. I think it's important not to, not to cancel any games or, or to, and when you do make them up, make them be the full games, not don't, don't give me the seven inning crap. Yeah. And I think, um, and I think as to some of the other rule changes that are staying, like having a guy on second base and extra innings, I hate that too. Get That's that out fair. of there. Yep. You know? I, I think if you want to speed up the game like that, you put them on first. So that way you still let the pitcher have an opportunity at a double play. Or just, or just or, bring or in the, the pitch clock. Yeah. Or the hitting team um, sacrifice bunts, then you got a guy on second with one out. Or you could start that way and have a guy on second with one out. You know, I just don't like on second with no outs because all you have to do, sacrifice bunt to the right, that guy's on third, fly ball, sack, fly, he scores. It's so easy to score somebody from second with no outs. For a pitcher, you need to be insanely skilled to be able to get out of that situation. I know it's the same for both teams, but it really doesn't help anything. It needs to be a runner on first with no outs or a runner on second with one out. Yeah, I I think I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have... um, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just keep it the way it is and then try to find a way to um, make the add, game bring as a in whole some faster. small things to just make the game as a whole faster, not just change up the entire fundamentals of the like what like where does this end? Are we going to start going with just two out innings? Are we going to start going with uh, with uh, loaded bases as the and like put more guys on base as the extra innings continue to go like one person on first in the first extra inning, one per two people on in the second inning? Or you keep on just adding on players, like, uh, you know, where are you going to stop at that point? You're just yeah. changing the game leaving, from where it is. Yeah, you're leaving everything up to up to discretion. We need to, like, just keep some solid rules here. And if we right. had a pitch clock, that's not necessarily – the only thing it's kind of screwing with is the batter's ability to get themselves refocused and the pitcher to decide what pitch they want. The catcher needs to be on his, on his A game about what pitch he knows he wants to throw. Exactly. You know? It's it's that simple. But there will not be a universal DH like there was last season. I'm I'm a little bit indifferent because I like watching pitchers be able to hit and I like watching uh, managers have to make those tough decisions, but I'm indifferent on it. If they wanted to have a universal DH, I wasn't gonna complain. I think it'd still be better for the game because you'd have those home run loving fans have a better chance of seeing that, you know. It means more offense, yeah. I think I don't know. It's I've just I've just grown so accustomed to seeing it. I can't see a world without the universal, without uh, pitchers hitting in the National League. And I think it's interesting whenever the Red Sox go and visit, say the Braves or the Cardinals, and they have like John Lester batting, they have Chris Sale in his twig-like body trying to hit a, a baseball bat. The right. And when they do hit a single, then, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. So 
Um, the last rule, active rosters will now consist of 26 players like they did last year. But once we hit September 1st, we'll be expanding to 28. So they can bring up two minor league players to them. And on note, each team at all times will be allowed to carry up to five taxi squad players, which means if one player gets COVID, you can take one of those taxi squad players and bring them up into the lineup. I think taxi squad sounds good. I just yeah. I don't know if I don't know about 26 guys mm-hmm. on the roster. I it's always been 25. I don't I've never seen an issue with that. You see, it's I feel like we're just opening a door to just changing the game con- completely and it's just it's like some of it's just not necessary. People are making changes just for the sake of changing. Yes. And I think maybe like we just need to have some we need to keep the game the way it is. Like we're still playing baseball. Are we going to start taking bases away too? Is that what's going to happen? Are we going to take uh, are we going to take positions off the field? Are we going to have eight we're going to have eight people on the field. We're going to have 10 so that we can get more outs and make the game move faster. You know, it's just it's just going to get insane. Like just making changes just to just for the sake of making them and make some changes when it's necessary that are actually that actually help with the pace of play. Don't just change up the game as it is. Like it doesn't even feel like we're playing baseball anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely, man. Like in football, if if that game gets too slow, are we just going to start going with three downs instead of four downs? Like, how is that going to work? You know, like it's just it, you're just making things. All, it's stupid. Leave the game as it is. Oh. Yeah, calm, calm yourself. Deep breaths. All right, deep breaths. But with that being said, we are running slightly long. I got one more piece of news that I want to get back into. A uh, legend of, I wouldn't call him a legend, but a very prominent player of our childhood, Ryan Braun. All right. The um, Brewers declined his team option for this year. So he is a free agent, but he's not opposed to just sitting out this year and maybe retiring. Now, I don't know about you, but that would be insanely sad for me if Ryan Braun calls it a career. I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. I, for me, he with Ryan Braun, he kind of has a, ba- a poor taste in his mouth, in my mouth. Why is that? Because because he took steroids. Yeah. And it's just hard to like. It's the same thing with Air- Alex Rodriguez. As fun as he is, kind of to listen to in the broadcast booth, I think I still I just can't get it out of my head that he took steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's more. It feels a lot more normal in other sports like the NFL. You can't. You don't really see it in the in. Maybe it's just a, a way, just the way baseball is kind of like where you hear a player's taking steroids. It just gives you such a negative impact. Like Barry Bonds, everybody loved. People forget everybody loved Barry Bonds when he when he was before there was they were suspecting steroids. Then they then they. Then that started to that whole scandal started to unfold. He started to get defensive. People started to hate him more, and mm-hmm. you just it just has that scar in the game that it may never go away. It's kind of because of that whole steroid era, where players were inflated like baseball, like bat, like uh, uh, bicycle pumps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but looking at his numbers throughout his career, like rookie of the year. One MVP, came top three in MVP voting two more times. One, two, three, four, five. Silver Sluggers, one, two, three, four, five, six All-Star games. Dude had a great career. You know, if it's if it's time to call it quits, because last year he really, really fell off with a 233 batting average and a 281 on base. Still could really hit the ball. Still had eight home runs in 
129 at bats. He can still slugging of a 488, you know. How old is he again? 37. 37. So, I mean, that's possible. I know depends on the position. I'm I'm so used to watching uh Tom Brady in football just play win Super Bowls at age 43. So it's, you know, I'm I'm more used to like cyborg humans like David Ortiz batting hitting over 30 home runs at age 40. Yeah. But that's still you you forget those that those are it's hard to play that at that level, that high of a level at um in your late 30s and um I think yeah, those are pretty good numbers. Yep. And here's the thing, he's only been to the playoffs four five different times in his career. Right? First time he was against the Phillies, lost in the first round in 08, in 11 they won to the Cards, lost to St. Louis, in 2018 they won to Colorado, lost to the Dodgers, 2019 lost to Nationals, 2020 lost to the Dodgers. It's been not a great road for them. Yeah. Or not a great road for him in the playoffs. Never really won anything of value. You can only say he got second round at best. Milwaukee never really made the playoffs that often, anyways. Yeah, really. they they made it back in twenty. They made it back in twenty eighteen, and I believe that was about it. They made they made it one other time, I believe, a couple yeah. other times, but they didn't no. really make it that often. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it guys? Okay. So let me get into our DMs of the week because I had a very, very big, um, very big question for the people. Obviously, we had a very big game for this year, or obviously the Super Bowl. So I asked the people, I said, with Tom Brady winning his seventh, how many is he going to end with? Right? Most people, I had a lot of responses. One, two, three, four, five, six. I believe I responded to that seven, as well. I said seven eight. people. So you and six others said eight. All right, That's going bold people. though for me. I I think it's going to be hard. It's there's a reason why not many teams have gone on to repeat as world champions. Yep. Uh, my boy Jacob Musgrove said eight. Uh, one for the ride and H twenty eight MC both said ten. How many people said ten? Two. Well, there. One person said 54. <laughs> uh, Good I man. Had, High expectations. I had TJB4031 say seven. And my boy, who listens to every episode, JD, said seven. I don't think the Bucks win again. Then I have him signing a one year with the 49ers and retiring. 49. That's a that's bold. Hometown, hometown team. I get it. But I don't think they. I don't think they let go of Jimmy G in the time that it takes Tom Brady to retire. You know, I was fantasizing about this uh, about the uh, Brady um, uh, before the Super Bowl. Imagine if they lose next year. Brady decides, let's screw it. I'm leaving. He goes back to New England, and Brady and Belichick win another title together, and then they then they call it quits. They both call it quits at the same time. That'd what type beautiful. of a story would that be? That'd be beautiful. That'd be poetic. That would. Uh, you couldn't. You couldn't write that better in a Hollywood movie. You couldn't write it better than the Last Dance and the the Chicago Bulls. That yep. was, that was a good documentary. That was. A but imagine movie. the imagine the documentaries that would draw. Yep. That would be just oh. So so I have a question. I have a question though. 
If yes. Brady goes on to win his eighth with the Bucks, what are the chances he calls it quits? Either if it's next year or two years from now. Zero. You don't think you think he doesn't leave on top. I think when he consistently has said throughout his career he wants to play till he sucks, and the fact that he was willing to go to a new team at age forty three to prove it. Um, when he does something like that, I think he's going to continue to play this out and he's going to go out kicking and screaming, whether that's next year, the year after that, or the year after that. I think he's going to keep playing until he actually absolutely sucks. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Does he get a, a Sheriff's Last Ride moment? No. Where he still sucks, but the team around him is so great that they're able to carry him to a Super Bowl. It's a possibility. I mean, that defense is is still good, but it's nowhere near um, the 15 Broncos defense where they were just able to carry Peyton Manning. And you I mean, forget that the rest of that roster on offense was also good. They were yep. they were able to win games with Brock Osweiler at quarterback. Yep. And I mean, I'd hate to say it, but Taylor Heineke in the, in the football team played better against the Bucks than the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes did. Yeah, you mentioned. That yeah. was That's a hot take, but it's actually like it couldn't be more true. Yeah, statistically at least. Y'all got to go listen to the Fumble Rooski podcast dropping the same day as this. That was a funny, funny episode. It was a good one. I had to leave like with ten minutes left in the episode because people made me do my job and that sucked. But whatever. So what am I need from you, Adam? Before we head off, I need one good thing that's happened this week. Go. One good thing. I think you know what I'm gonna say. Uh oh. I think you know what I'm gonna say. Hmm. And honestly, and if you watched, if you saw some highlights from that parade, (laughs) (laughs) that's all we need to know. Brady's hammered. Tom Brady got hammered, which I never thought I would see. (laughs) Because with his, with the health nut that he is, you had him also tossing the trophy across the river into the other boat. And everybody's like, oh, no. Imagine was, they don't catch oh that and that God. falls in the river. That thing's not floating. Gronk's going in and saving that. <laughs> Somebody's going to dive in and save that, and that would have made amazing television to see that. That would have been better than the college football team that broke their bowl trophy. <laughs> you remember that? They were dancing with the trophy, and the trophy <laughs> fell off the that. stand and broke into <laughs> a million pieces. Or when uh, – the actually the one thing that came to mind when I heard about that that Brady just tossed the Super Bowl trophy was when they uh, when uh, the New England Patriots took the trophy to uh, Fenway Park on and they uh, their opening the day store and um, they were in the batting cages and Gronkowski while uh, he squares one up and he dented it they never yeah. fixed it either they were just like you know what this is kind yep. of funny we need to keep this works this. yep. So Rob Gronkowski is the Thad Castle of football. Yes. He's a real-life Thad Castle. He's a beautiful If you've fan. ever seen Blue Mountain State. I, I haven't, but I know you're, I know the reference you're talking about. He's an so, interesting guy. So I got two great things that have happened this week. One is baseball, which I said it never did, but this has just got to be said. Yachty and Wainwright are back for one last ride, and I love it. All right, we grew up watching Yachty and Wainwright 16 okay. years now. All right, that duo has been arguably one of the best in baseball throughout that time. Absolutely. And not not I wouldn't say necessarily the best, they've just been the most consistent. No, Yadi, Yadi, Yadi or Molina has been a beast. 
You don't mm-hmm. it's you don't often come across pitchers who can hit. There's yeah. honestly in the past like say 10 15 years the only guy the only two guys we have we've had consistently are Yadier Molina and Buster Posey to be honest. And Posey's now, I might basically be, on the I, might be, I might be missing some guys but for that for the most part that's what we've had. Yeah. And it's been you a want pleasure. To put David to- Ross up there? No, I love David <laughs> Ross to get to death, but he could not hit to save his life. That's an understatement. But my second one is football-related. Our boy Taylor Heineke got his two-year deal worth $8 million. He is back with the football team. And honestly, depending on how they use him, that could be a good deal. It could. I, I don't – I mean, this doesn't guarantee him a starting spot, I think. But I, it's, it's certainly not out of the question that he's in the mix. Alex Smith is 36 years old at this point. He's I know, but they might give him much. another. They might give him another shot. I mean, he's owed 20 something million dollars next year, so. And they could go pick up another. Uh... <laughs> What's that? Is, that? is that Brian? Is that Brian? Jesus, Brian. Of course it is. All right, for anyone who goes and listens to the Fumbaruski podcast, ignore. Yeah. Ignore the two people you will see behind him. Tell him, tell him to shut up. We're still recording. Oh, that, that's uh, that's actually Trevor. Oh, damn it! I was hoping to, I was hoping to yell at Brian for a minute, but y'all will see them in the Fumbleruski podcast if you guys go and check that out. And please do. It is a great and funny show. These guys are finally starting to get their bearings underneath them. Ten episodes in, fine. He needs to stop using a script, but you well, know. We're- the, the well, script helps. It helps. It really me. didn't. You just you literally never refer to the script unless you were changing topics. Actually, I kind of did. It, you it's. I mean, it you really. Don't it. The conversation just flowed. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. I have the script. It's there. It's like a binky. It's there. But it's you or did. like or like training wheels. It's you there. Did. No, no. Just stop. Stop before you embarrass yourself more. Just stop. 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 I have my stop map it. about stop what it. I'm going to do. Stop it. Just I'm organized. You will never see another good podcast host have a script with them, okay? They, well, it's completely off the tongue. It's riffing, okay? With that being said, once again, go follow that Fubaruski podcast. It is great. Thank you guys so much for watching. Adam, you got anything else you want to say to the people before we head off? Go follow the Fubaruski podcast. You Check us out. already said that 45 minutes ago. Well, I'm saying it again, just in case people forgot. Go check us out, Fumbleruski Podcast. Go follow us on Instagram at the at Fumbleruski underscore podcast. And we'll be out hit us on, up on YouTube. Subscribe. We'll be out on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play very soon, correct? Of course. Hopefully, hopefully we can get that done this weekend. Oh, definitely. All right, we'll get that done this weekend for you guys so you guys can catch them on Spotify and we'll watch them blow up along with this podcast, hopefully. Once again, we love you guys. God bless you. Make sure you keep him close. I'll see you guys in the next one. I have a dream. That's all I need. I'll make it happen with some work and belief. Know what I want, so I'll take it on. I've made mistakes, but mistakes make you strong. Let's break it down for a minute. I want the crown, I'm gon' get it. You hear me loud, man, I'm winning. Yeah, Charlie Sheen will be grinning. These ladies know that I'm sitting, and this is just the beginning. I'm closing in the night, and there ain't no point in resisting.
Best of me now, best of me now, best of me. Best of me. Best of me. 